Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. victory is. So the word of the Lord is where our victory is. It is a trick of the devil to keep you out of the house of God. I think I heard one right over here in the amen corner. It is a trick of the devil to keep you out of the house of God. For in the house of God is where you learn how to live victoriously in a world of sin, sorrow, problems. And today I I trust that what the Lord has given me is going to help us in that particular arena of spiritual warfare. Somebody say, not in my house. That's what I'm going to talk to you about today, not in my house. I'm going to the book of Psalms to the 68th Psalm. Psalm 68 and verse number 4, the psalmist writes, Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name Jah, and rejoice before him. This is why we rejoice. He's a father to the fatherless, a judge of the widows. God in his holy habitation and he setteth the solitary in families he setteth the solitary in families and he bringeth out those which are bound with chains but the rebellious the rebellious dwell in a dry land the rebellious dwell in a dry land there is a, a spiritual attack on the people of God today that is, I believe, unprecedented because it's real sneaky and hidden. But it is coming against families, coming against the home, coming against God's design for family. Paul said, neither give place to the devil neither give place to the devil amen i want to not necessarily take that out of context but i just simply want to say my place is not the devil's place my home is not the devil's home my mind is not the devil's mind my body doesn't belong to the devil it's filled with the holy ghost I belong to the Lord. Come on and give God praise in this place today. Praise the Lord. I hope this mic is charged enough, long enough for a two-hour sermon. Two and a half hours. Okay, I'm I'm good to go. God bless you. You can be seated. When you look at the book of Genesis, you will find that God shows us the foundation of all things 
in the book of Genesis. The foundation of all things is in the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God gave governmental authority to the family. Before there was a church, there was a family. The very first thing the Bible records about authority and about order is, is, is that the Bible records that God bring, brought order to chaos because the earth was without form and void. And we see that, that darkness was on the face of the deep. And, and one paraphrase says that the earth was a soupy nothingness, a bottomless emptiness of irky blackness, something that was without shape something that was without structure, something that was without order. And so God, the very first thing we see God doing is speaking into a formless, orderless wasteland and bringing order. God works always through order. He works through divine authority. He works through rule. He works through functional alignment. He said in the very beginning to the first family, to Adam and to Eve in Genesis 1.27. You've heard me preach this many times and you'll hear me preach it many times afterward. In Genesis 1.27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them, male and female, and said unto them, male and female, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God gave to the first man and the first woman something called subdue. He said, I want you to be fruitful, I want you to multiply, I want you to replenish, and then I want you to subdue that fruit. Amen. Mankind, as we begin to look at that word and study that word, the word subdue means governmental authority. I give you authority over the fruit that you produce. I give you authority to govern the, what you multiply. I give you the authority to govern what you replenish. I give you authority in your family. His authority flows through designated arrangement and prescribed alignment. That is the righteousness of the kingdom. When he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his order, his, his structure, his government. Amen. In Luke chapter 4 and verse 33, it says, In the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. Amen. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he come out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What word is this? For with authority and power he come commanded the unclean spirits to come out and the fame of him went in, out into every place of the country round about. They were astonished because he spoke and the spirit came out. How did he do that? Because they recognized to do that, you have to have authority and power. Somebody say authority and power. 
The Greek word for authority is the Greek word exousia, which means the ability or strength with which one is endued, which he either possesses or exercises. Authority is the legal right to wield power. Amen. Exousia refers to the authority which a person has, has been, it has been delegated to them from another source. Amen. It refers to someone who is legally practicing power by delegated authority. The reason that a cop can carry a gun is he's got a badge. The reason a cop can pull you over with his lights is because he has a badge. The reason that a police officer can arrest you is because he has legal authority to do so <coughs> when a person delegates someone to do something for him in his name he is in a sense doing it as that person himself as that person himself doing that very thing which he asked the other one to do. Let me just stop here and say I know what I'm dealing with right now. I know exactly where I'm at. I know that I am standing in strong spiritual opposition and so are you. I know that because I feel the pushback of the kingdom of darkness right now. I feel him because because he may have been reading on my screen what I'm about to preach about and, and he may have heard some of the comments I made but I want him to know I'm not afraid of you I'm not concerned about you praise God praise God <coughs> we find that uh, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 1 when he called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave unto them power. That is really the word exousia, amen, which means legal authority. He gave them power to do something, amen. He gave him power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of, dis of sickness and all manner of diseases, amen. So we find that he had the power not only to, to have the authority, but he had the power to do something about it. The Greek word for power is also the word dunamis, which means ability, amen, enabled, strength. So the Lord gives us authority and he gives us power, amen. Authority is given, then power is given. It's not by my power and it's not by my authority that I operate in any kind of power. One may be gifted with power, but still not be legal. They may be uh, taking some kind of action, but it can be illegal. One can be operating in a gift of anointing and still not be operating exousia authority. Amen. King Saul was anointed and he prophesied, but he wasn't under legal authority. We often accuse anointing with authority. One may have power, but that doesn't mean that they are submitted. A church is at times too attracted to power. We're attracted to show, but not to legal authority. Amen. The legal stuff isn't always the fun stuff, but it is what gives us the ability to wield the power of God. When you are in the right authority, hear me this morning. When you are in the right standing, then you are in the right place to legally operate in the power of 
of God. Amen. Because the Lord said to his disciples, he called them together according to Luke chapter 9. He said, I give unto you power that is dunamis and authority that is exousia over all devils. Over all devils. And to cure diseases. Hallelujah, Luke 10 and 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power. I give unto you power. Somebody say power. That's authority. To trail on serpents and scorpions over all the power that is might or dunamis of the enemy. It is your authority and your alignment with God and the right order with God that gives you the power over what the enemy does. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Let's get it down to where the rubber meets the road, shall we? Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things... And keep the ordinances I delivered them to you. Paul is saying, follow me as I follow Christ. As I'm submitted to Christ, as I'm teaching the ordinances of Christ, you follow me. And then he says, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Somebody say that's powerful. Then if you jump down to verse 10 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, amen, it says, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Amen. Here's the principle that I want to show you in Scripture is that men and women were created by God to be in a distinct place. They were created by God and he set up order and function and authority in a particular alignment. And he is letting us know that there is power in that authority. Amen. Authority always operates through alignment. Amen. There is no renegades in this church. There is no renegades and rebels in the kingdom of God off doing their own thing and God sanction it. If you find somebody that's not submitted to a pastor, not submitted to a man of God, not submitted to a church, not submitted in their family, if you find a person like that then you might as well mark them off they are operating in a power without authority they're operating in a gift without authority it is in the family that God has set up a model for submission authority and power amen it flows through the submitted work of Jesus Christ the Bible says that every man all men in this place say every man not just husbands, every man, every man, every man, every man is to be submitted to his head, which is Christ. Every man is to be submitted to Christ. Every man is to be in proper alignment with Christ. For a submitted man is a spiritual man. A submitted man is a pure man. A submitted man is an engaged man in his family, in his home, in his church, in his community. A submitted man is Christ. 
Christ, amen, is following Christ. Authority, what he did is what I do. How he act is how I act. His attitude is my attitude. Amen, his mindset is my mindset. You see that Christ was, he was consumed with doing the will of his father. Amen, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He is the paramount picture that we follow. Christ. When a man steps out of that authority, when a man stops being submitted to Christ, when a man allows anger to come into his life, when a man allows rebellion to come into his life, he becomes uh, out of order, and therefore he is in a a place where he becomes a target of the enemy. He becomes a target. And then Paul said, I would that every wife then be submitted to her head, amen, her husband. Every single woman is to be submitted some way to a headship. Amen. In her family, and if her family is not available, then to the covering of the church. I believe that God has put it in a place that he said, listen, I want to show you where my authority lies. It lies in structure. Quickly, in case you have forgotten, let me give you the definition of submission. Submission is voluntarily and continually placing oneself under God's ordained authority. Can I say it again? Submission is voluntary and continually placing oneself under God's ordained authority. That means whether I agree or I don't agree, I'm still submitted. It doesn't doesn't mean I submit as long as I like what they're doing. It doesn't mean I stay submitted as long as, 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 as they're pleasing to me. But if it goes against my grain, I'll do my own thing. Amen. If I do that, I step out from under that alignment. I become an open target for the enemy. I believe that's what the Bible is saying. Don't give place to the devil. Don't get out of order. Don't get out of alignment because God's power always flows through that. He said because of the angels, amen, submission determines your authority to dealing with the realm of spirits. Let me say that again. Your submission and alignment determines your authority and your success in dealing with the spirit world. Angels are spirits. Demons are spirits. And spirits are messengers either sent from heaven or sent from hell to influence your mind, influence your thinking, influence your home, to touch your body, to touch your life, to bring confusion. Amen. They are coming. And if I stand submitted to Christ, submitted to his authority, if I stand humbly before him and do what he says, I am I am convinced that I have the authority to point my finger in the face of the devil and say, not in my home, not in my home, not in my mind, not in my life. No, 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 no. You don't have a place here. I don't, I don't want to stop you clapping. I don't want you to stop you shouting, helping me preach. But Cole, when they start clapping, you turn me up. Because I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. I don't care if you clap me down. Cole, you make me louder. I want you to hear what this pastor's saying today. 
Amen. You don't have to be rough shod by the devil. You don't have to be run over by the adversary. You stand. You stand in a position of authority today. You stand in alignment today. And God said, I'll give you authority and I'll give you power over all. You see what I think at this very moment is the church is awakening to a spiritual dimension, amen, that we realize we've been pushing back the enemy has been pushing us. But oh, the church is waking up. Devil, you've come around and you pushed on a church a little bit too much. We know now where we stand. We know in whose we stand. We know what kind of badge we have. We know what kind of authority we have. Look and look. Let's go to Luke 11. And he, Jesus, was casting out a devil, and it was dumb. This Bible word here means that he couldn't hear, couldn't speak, but I like it. Because every devil I know is dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake. And the people wondered. But some of them, I know there's always those that say, ah, this is a bunch of fuddy-duddy stuff. Pastor done gone off the deep end. He said, he cast out devils through Beelzebub, the chief of devils. And the others tempting him sought of him a sign from heaven. I mean, he just cast out a devil and you still need a sign. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every house divided against a house falleth. In a house, you can only have one authority. In a house, you can only have one authority. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub, and if I by Beelzebub, you know what Beelzebub is, the Lord of flies, if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judge. He said, but if I, with the finger of God. I think the Lord has a sense of humor. He said, I don't have to reveal my arm. I don't have to do it with my whole person. I, with my finger like flicking a bug. I, with my finger, with the finger of God, amen, do cast out devils. No doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. Then he begins to explain how we operate and deal with demonic spirits. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. <clears throat> 
As long as the strong man, the, the demonic force, has, has, has got his way, he's got his direction, there's no opposition, then he's, his, goods, his goods are at peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted. Devil, do you hear us today? You may have armor and you may have possessions and you may feel comfortable, but no longer at my house. You might feel comfortable in the world and you might be comfortable with Hollywood and you might be comfortable with the political culture and you might be com comfortable in this world system, but not in my house. He taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, Jesus said. He that gathereth not with me scattereth. You're either with him or against him. You are either submitted to him or you're not. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places. I've preached before, the devil doesn't like water. <clears throat> but he likes dry places. He's seeking rest and he finds none. Then he says something that is very interesting. He saith that spirit, that unclean spirit says, I will return unto my house. Now, the house represented the person that was delivered. But the spirit said, that's mine. It's my house. And when he comes to it and find it swept and garnished, then he goeth and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, saying, this is our house. This is my house. This is my house. I believe today, call me crazy, but I believe it is true that there is a spirit that is a sign to destroy your family, to destroy your home, to destroy your mind, to destroy your victory, to destroy your joy, to destroy your peace, amen, to tear down your marriage, to separate your family, amen, to cause all kinds of problems in homes. I believe there are spirits that are assigned to families, genealogies from one generation to the next. That is meant to, if a family opens the door to a spirit, if a family opens the door to rebellion, then all of a sudden that spirit says, I feel comfortable in my house. And so I feel comfortable following that family from grandpa to, to son to, to grandson to granddaughter. I'm going to follow that because somewhere back down the road, there was somebody that opened the door and gave place to the devil. And so that spirit is comfortable in that family lineage. Oh, he's just acting like old cousin Ed. Oh, he's just acting like old Uncle Bill. Or he's just acting like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sally, Grandma Sally. They're just acting like that. And we wink at it and laugh at it. Uh, but we watch as bitterness flows from one family member to another family member. We watch as anger flows from one family member to another family member. We watch as perversion goes from one family member to another family member. We watch as alcohol begins to go from one family member to another family member. And we just say, that's 
that's just that's just family. No siree. I believe that there is a spirit that says that's my house. That's my family. I'm assigned to that family and you open the door. I'm coming in. But I love what the psalmist said in our beginning text. He said, sing unto, the, unto God. Psalm 68 and 4, sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Jah, and rejoice before him. He is a father to the fatherless. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Look up the word. It means I will not leave you fatherless. Our church is filled with children that have been adopted. That have been adopted from one family to another family. Here, let me preach to you a little bit, adopted children. Let me talk to you a little bit. Amen. Because you may be concerned about your genealogy. You may be concerned about where you come from. And oh, what did my my parents deal with I now live for God and I got to deal with the influence of what happened oh, my dad was like this so I'm going to be like that I want to tell you that indeed there is a spirit that wants to come to your life amen but you can as we are going to do today stand up and say no more in my life I'm cutting loose I'm cutting the influence I'm destroying the talk amen I don't care what my mom and dad did I don't care if they were alcoholics and drunks and drug I don't care if I was born in that mess. That's not who I am. That's not what I have. I'm standing in the... Are you turning me up? Do you remember to turn me up? Amen. I'm standing in authority. I'm standing in power. I'm standing... I don't have to be... You think for a moment... Yeah, and now you can turn me back down. You can think for a moment, oh, I, my, my family's just bent in that direction. Or we're just bent to depression. Or we're just bent to this. Or we're just leaning toward this. No, there's a spirit that is coming around to disturb your thinking and influencing you. Oh, you're not possessed. No, no, sir, you're not possessed. But he wants to influence you. He wants to whisper in your mind, you're always going to have that anxiety. You're always going to have that fear. You're always going to be caused. Amen. It is in your life. It's in your family. That's what your mom did. That's what your dad did. And I say, not in my home. Somebody's got to put a stop to it. Somebody's got to put an end to it. Somebody's got to say, my daughter, my son is not going to deal with this. My grandchildren is not going to deal with this. My great-grandkids are not going to deal with this. Just because your family has been wrapped up in abuse and drunkenness, just because your family has had this in your past, doesn't mean it has to pass to you. It doesn't mean that you have to pass it on to your children either. He's a father to the fatherless. You kids hear me today. You kids hear me today. That's why I brought you here. It's because I want you to know your 
destiny can be based on what God says about you. Not what your past says. The kingdom of God is a place for fatherless. It's a home for the homeless. That's what it means. He set up the solitary in families. He brings the outcast into families. He brings the hurting into families. I believe that is natural families, but also believe it is spiritual families. Because we live in a world today where we got so much natural dysfunction in families. God knows you've got those that are widows. Where do they fit in? You've got those that are, are orphans. Where do they fit in? You've got those that, 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 that they've divorced or they, they're in a single place. Where do they fit in in all this? God said, I set those people up in a family. We find that in this text, it also says that the rebellious, the unsubmitted, the disobedient dwell in a dry land. Where did the spirits go? Dry places. Looking for someone to mate with. To match up with. That's why it's so dangerous when kids go to college. Hear me tonight. I'll tell more about it tonight. But it's so dangerous when kids go to college because if they are not staying submitted to their family structure and to their church structure, they become open prey to the hounds of hell that are lurking in mass in universities and colleges. I hate it. Jesus said... That if you want to be victorious, you got to bind the strong man. Here's where the Lord is speaking to my spirit. We often want to deal with the symptoms. We want to bind the symptoms, but we don't bind the spirit. You can bind symptoms until you're blue in the face. You can bind anger and you can bind abuse, and you can bind perversion, you can bind the Jezebel spirit until you have no breath in you. But until you begin to bind the source, until you begin to take authority over the source, until you decide, I am going to be empowered by Christ to be the stronger man than the strong man. I am empowered by Christ to be more powerful than the enemy. And the Lord said... I give that authority in family, structure, order, government. Don't think democracy, God's order is not a democracy. This is a theocracy, which means God's in charge of everything. Hallelujah. God's in charge of everything. I want to remind you as I've taught, I'm, I'm about to shift gears here. I've taught to you that every man must be submitted to Christ. Every man must be in line with the will and the mind of Christ. He must be the priest of his home. God never designed for women to disperse spiritual knowledge to their families. 
God said to Adam, I want you to tell your wife her name. I want you to give a name and authority. You know what? When you look at Abraham, the Lord loved Abraham so much. He, When it came to destroying Sodom, Sodom, he simply said, I can't do this until I go down and talk to Abraham. Why did he say that? Amen. Because he said these words. Abraham is going to command his children. Abraham is going to operate in governmental authority. It's not that he's a brute or that he is a, a, a tyrant. God never intended for the family to be run by tyrants. And just as every man must be submitted, every woman must be in alignment to God's functional authority. Let me just set this, set this to you right here, right now. Even if your husband is unsaved, you ought to be submitted to him. Even if your husband is unsaved, you ought to be submitted to him. Even if your wife is unsaved, you should be a sign of submission. A wife doesn't learn submission by a book. She learns submission by her husband. Is her husband humble before Christ? Is her husband, amen, women learn submission not by anything that necessarily another woman does, but by a man that stands in true, humble submission to Christ. Every child is to be submitted in family, government. If we're going to win this thing, this is what it's going to take. If we're going to win this thing, this is what it's going to take. Some of you already think I'm crazy. Some of you think I've already gone off the deep end. If so be, get out of the way. I'm swimming anyway. You think that the devil is just hobnobbing around and working on your mind and working on family because he just don't have nothing else to do? Uh, he's not assigned to your family. Do you remember when Jesus cast out the devil of the man in the Gadareans and that legion spoke out and said, please, we want to be, we, we cast us out, but don't make us leave this area. Why? That's the area they were assigned to. They were assigned to a particular area. And I believe the kingdom of darkness is well organized. Amen. And some of you in your families are dealing with things that are so, it's like one thing right after another, one thing right after another. Somebody's got to stand up and say, we're going to make sure, number one, we're in alignment to biblical authority. Number two, then we're going to fight back and say, not in my home. I believe that there are spirits assigned to attack churches that want to attack churches constantly. I've seen this. God has blessed us. Sister Gill and I have worked in four different churches, and in every church there were different spirits we dealt with. When we were in Louisville, Kentucky, you know what we dealt with? The spirit of gambling. Hard. It was a spiritual attack. Went to North Carolina. There was no spirit of gambling. I'm getting ready to preach on gambling, and there wasn't no need for that. But I had to preach on other stuff. I had to deal with other issues. I had to deal with all kinds of other mess. Amen. In, 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 in Iron Hill, it was a different thing. In Tennessee, when we pass it there, it's a different thing. When we come to Medora, it's a whole different ballgame, what we're dealing with and, and the spirits that we're dealing with. I believe they've come to regions. But I also believe that God has given the church the authority to say no. You don't have a place in my church. You don't have a place in my life. Yeah. 
I believe that our church is set upon biblical government authority. Amen. I serve this church under the authority of delegated, uh, anointed uh, ministry of Bishop Walls. I submit to his authority. Amen. I wish he was here today, but he's preaching in Texas. Uh, oh, God bless him. Hallelujah. But he is my covering. I am submitted to him. He can pull my coattail at any time. He could tell me I'm preaching junk and sit down and shut up, and that's exactly what I would do. Amen. Because I've learned that the only way I can operate in authority is if I'm submitted to biblical authority. Amen. He's my pastor. He's my covering. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you this. I, I hope he lives to be 190. Amen. And I'll go by the way of the grave before then. But if some reason he should pass on the scene, this pastor, the very next moment, is going to call somebody and say, would you be my pastor? Would you be my covering? Will you cover me? Why? Because I know nobody, nobody has authority but everybody operates under authority. That's the governmental structure of this church at its very, very point of leadership. We also operate with what I believe are biblical elders. They're all in different places and stages and places of ministry helps. I'd like to ask Pastor Timothy to come stand right here. As a pastor in this church, he serves with me and helps me. I want to tell you, I know for a fact this man is submitted to godly leadership. I know he's following me as I follow Christ. We've had some times to discuss it. We've had moments that we've had to work things out. Amen. But the bottom line is that this is a government that is of God and not of man. Come on, Pastor Dylan. Pastor Dylan serves as a submitted a student pastor and as a man that is under authority and operates through that authority. Somebody say hallelujah. In the Bible, the Bible said that Paul went from church to church anointing elders. In our church, we have those that are of spiritual operation that we call them preachers. Amen. Preachers. Our preachers are those that are here. Would you come, Brother Bingham and Brother David, and I want to ask Brother Chris to come. Brother Chris has come because he wants to develop his ministry and work in his ministry. Hallelujah. Have I got all of our preachers to miss anybody? These men, these men uh, are standing in authority that has been given, amen, not by them. They didn't set up and stand, I'm going to be a preacher, but by calling, amen. Therefore, I believe and I maintain that they follow the biblical authority of elders, even as David is just a, just a young whippersnapper, amen. As long as he is submitted to his authority, he's operating in the authority of a spiritual elder. It's not about age. No, 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 no. Amen. There were another form of government that they had in that day, and it was called deacons. Deacons were anointed by God to help in the furtherance of the work of the ministry. These are served by our trustees. Amen. I'm going to ask our trustees to come. Amen. If you would come, all of our trustees, stand up here. Guys, will you all turn around and look up this way just a little bit? Hallelujah. And, and trustees, if you'll come, look at me just a little bit here. 
here. Our trustees serve the role as biblical deacons. I want to tell you, and you got to understand this, this church is set up not on pastoral uh, being the, the boss and always being the one that does everything. I count on all of these men. Amen. I, I, I submit to Bishop, but I count on these men. I'm, I am submitted to these men. Amen. Because they work with me. Amen. I'm teaching you about governmental authority. Some of you need to go home and sit down with your children and say, that's why you didn't go to class today. That's why, because you need to understand that when it comes to family, if you're orphan, if you're widow, or if you're in a home that doesn't have a headship, this becomes your authority that you stand under. These men, these four standing right here are some of the most spiritual men I have ever worked with in my life. Don't let them fool you that they're just ushering. Don't let them fool you they're just holding the door for you. These men know how to pray. These men know how to get a hold of God. And if we're going to have revival and have victory in MPC and we're going to defeat the enemy, it's not going to be because pastor just gets up and preaches. It's going to be because somewhere along the line, you've got men that are standing in governmental authority and standing in the power, not that we have been given by flesh, but by the Holy Ghost. So I say to our church leaders, Brothers, we need to make sure that we're submitted to Christ in our life. Brothers, we need to make sure that we're humble to God in our life. Amen. Right now, let us do that by repenting. Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, your agenda is our agenda. God, we're not looking to, to build a kingdom unto ourselves. Lord, but we want to build a kingdom unto you. We repent, oh God, when we get out of alignment. God, put us back in line as men that are leaders in our home. God, Lord, I pray today that you would help us be spiritual leaders. Praise God. Can y'all just step up just a little bit? Praise the Lord. Thank you, men. Now, let me just say this. I appreciate our guests today. You're welcome to participate, but you don't feel like you have to. This is MPC but you're welcome to participate. I'd like to ask every man that is the head of his household to come stand with us here and here. Amen. Make, make room. Make sure you leave space between you and these men. But every man that is the head of his household, come stand here. Come on. Come up to the front. I want let's do, do, If we have to stand shoulder to shoulder and get closer to closer. Amen. David, you're getting married in 19 days, but you're not the head of your household. Come here. In 19 days, he's going to be, is that right? 19 days? 19 days, this guy's going to be the head of his own house. He's not going to be under my authority as, as, as father anymore. When it comes to household authority, he's going to be under his own as long as he's submitted to Christ. The moment you don't submit to Christ is the moment you lose that kind of alignment. And then the family is attacked. I could preach to you all day long. Men, men, head of your household, head of your household. If you are submitted to Christ, amen, you can make the declaration 
Oh God, I am submitted to you. Lord, I humble myself before you. Lord, I stand in submission to your authority. What you say is what I will say. What you say to my family is what I'll say to my family. What you want me to live is how I'm going to live. Praise be to God. Mm. The devil don't like what I'm doing right now. He don't like what I'm doing because he doesn't want you to know how powerful you really are. He doesn't know, he wants you to know, men, how powerful you really are. Praise God. I, I need y'all to spread out here just behind, just for a moment. Spread out over here. Praise God. Mm-mm-mm. Praise the Lord. Uh, Brother Daniel, and that way y'all move this way. Brother John, just stay right where you are. I need a little space behind these brothers right here. Now, here's what I'd like to ask, and we're going to have to scrunch up, get in. But I'd like to have then every member of the family of these men. It may not be that you live in their home. Let me give just a for instance. Brother Jason, by virtue of who you are, you are the head of your family. That includes Jessica. That includes your mom. That includes all of the children. All you cob kids, you're going to stand behind Jason. Amen. For those of you who are widows, those of you who you don't have a family man up here, amen, I want to tell you where you're going to come and stand. You're going to come and stand behind these men. Amen. You may Your wives and family will come stand with you, but I want you to stand with them as well because you are covered by this church. If you're a single lady living in your own home, amen, I want to tell you today that you are covered. If you're here this evening or this morning and your husband is not here, here. Amen. I want you to come and I want you to stand right here. If we have to get more room, amen, spread out. But I want every household member to come and stand either with the church or with a family member right now. Come on. Come get connected with them. Come get behind them. Come stand with them. Spread out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Those of you that have family, uh, 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 Pastor Timothy, come stand with him. Pastor Dylan, myself, come stand with us. Hallelujah, glory be to God. In this good? I said, in this good. In this good? Hey, man, I want to tell every woman in this building today that is in the condition where you are only in your home, you're covered. You're covered by men that are submitted to authority. You're covered by men that love God that are called by God to work in the kingdom of God. Now in every house, in every household that is standing here, amen, whether you're a man by yourself like Brother brother Lee, Brother Lee, you're in a home by yourself. Let me just tell you, the devil's after your home. The devil's after your home. Brother Jerry, the devil's after your home. Brother Matt, the devil is after your home and your family. Amen. Brother Chris, the devil's after your family. He wants your family. Brother John, the enemy wants your family. Hallelujah. Whether you got one or two or, or 200 following behind you, whether you're like Brother Jason has got a, Lord have mercy, brother, we're going to help you out. 
Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you the first thing we're going to do right here, right now, is say, God, we get in alignment with your plan. It's not pastor's plan. Lord, this isn't bishop's plan. This is the Bible plan. Lord, and if we're going to have spiritual authority and dominion, we get in order right now. Lord, we get in order right now. With family today. With family, we get in order, Lord Jesus. God, we take the lead. As men, we're going to be leaders of our home. As men, oh God, we submit to you. We submit to Christ. We submit to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, devil, you can't have my home. You can't have the health of my wife. You cannot have the health of my wife. You can't have the health of my home. You can't have the mindset of my my family. You can't have it in the name of Jesus. Come on, we're just getting in alignment, Lord. I don't care that I'm quiet. I don't care that I'm backward. You're still the head of your home. You still have authority. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We often talk about generational curses. I'm not talking about generational curses. That's evidence. That's symptoms. I'm talking about generational spirits. So today, I take authority in the name of Jesus over every abomination that is assigned to your home and my home. I take authority over every abomination. I take authority against the spirit of perversion that's assigned to my home. I take authority against every spirit of rebellion and disobedience that's assigned to my home. I take authority over every idolatry, every pagan practice, every spirit of lawlessness. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I take down every vagabond spirit, every wandering spirit, every spirit of lust, every spirit of envy, every spirit of jealousy, every spirit of covetousness. I take it down in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, that's it. Amen. Identify what you're battling. Every spirit of abuse, every spirit of drug use, every spirit of alcohol, every spirit of of performance and enhancing drugs. I take authority over you. I take authority over witchcraft. I take authority over Jezebel. I take authority over rebellion. I take authority over chaos. I take authority in the name of Jesus over constant drama. Constant drama. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Get your hands off our families. Get your hands off our house. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I take authority over every disease, every spirit of infirmity assigned to my family, every spirit of infirmity. I take authority over high blood pressure. I take authority over cancer. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Not in my house. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. 
If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Thank you.